Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Good morning and a happy Tuesday to everybody. It is Tuesday, March 2nd. I am Rick Ellington and this is your Morning Buzzcast. We start today's Buzzcast with news from our own John O'Rand, who has more information on how the NFL's media rights puzzle is starting to come together. Fox is close to renewing its current package, but it is pushing back a bit on the asking price from the NFL of $2.25 billion per year. No worries, though, because the difference isn't expected to derail the deal at all. Orion says CBS and NBC are virtually done with their deals, the price of both coming in at around $2 billion flat annually. Why is Fox being asked to pay a bit more? It has to do with the premium that the NFL always puts on the NFC package, which includes ratings darlings like the Cowboys and Giants. Meanwhile, it has been rumored for a while, but it seems that the Thursday night football package will go to Amazon Prime, with the NFL Network continuing to simulcast most of those games. It's anticipated that the rights fee will be well above the $730 million that Fox and Amazon paid last year. This, of course, comes after Oran late last week broke the news that the NFL and Disney had reached terms on their new rights agreement. Formal announcements are expected next week, though it is possible that they could come sooner. Either way, this was a major point of business that the NFL wanted to get done before the start of its new business year, and it seems that they will be able to cross that off their off-season to-do list right on time. The Daily Telegraph out of London had an interesting report last night that the European Tour could be looking at playing three tournaments this spring in Florida due to current coronavirus restrictions in Spain and Portugal. Now, this is not a done deal, and the perspective dates and courses are unknown as yet. But Keith Pelly and the European Tour are said to be exploring the idea to avoid another mini-shutdown in the middle of their season. As any golf fan knows, the European Tour hardly sticks to the geographic label in its name, as it jet-sets across the globe to all kinds of different courses. But the United States in the past had always been off-limits. However, with the strategic alliance that was reached last year between the PGA Tour and the European Tour, this now could be a possibility. In fact, the report states that the PGA Tour is the one who reached out initially and proposed the idea. We'll have to wait and see what comes from this, but it's certainly something to keep an eye on. The University of Alabama is expecting a full house at Bryant-Denny Stadium when the Crimson Tide begins the defense of its latest national championship in September. Alabama AD Greg Byrne made those plans known with a post on Twitter yesterday, with the full house marking a step up from the 20% capacity seen at games in Tuscaloosa during the 2020 season. We're obviously six months away from the start of the college football year, and if the past 12 months have shown us anything, it's that things can change in an instant. But the increased rollout of the various vaccines is increasing hope and expectations of a return to pre-pandemic normalcy on college campuses. We've already seen Wisconsin express their plans for a full house at Camp Randall come this fall, and surely many other schools are privately planning on the same. We'll get to a few quick hitters here. Reese Davis isn't going anywhere anytime soon, as the ESPN stalwart has signed a new contract with the network. The hosts of both the football and basketball versions of College Game Day will maintain both roles as part of his new deal. Davis is one of the faces that is hard to imagine not being seen on ESPN, 
as he's been there already for 26 years, which is both hard to believe and the latest sign that we're all getting a little bit older. Sacramento's embattled MLS bid took another hit yesterday when Ben Gumpert, the president and CEO of the USL Sacramento Republic, announced he is stepping down from his position. This comes just a couple days after Ron Burkle pulled out of his role as the lead investor in the MLS expansion team in the city. No word on how this may impact the future of the expansion efforts, but it's just the latest obstacle that needs to be overcome by this group that has long been trying to get an MLS team in the California capital. Finally, the NCAA has made official that the NIT tournament will be held entirely in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, following similar bubble-type atmospheres that will be created in Indianapolis and San Antonio for the men's and women's NCAA tournaments, respectively. It will be weird not seeing the finals take place in Madison Square Garden as it has for decades, but at least the tournament is set to take place, unlike last year. The latest episode of Sports Business Journal's new iFactor podcast series is available today, with Jeff Price of the PGA of America reflecting on his career and how he got started and where he got to where he is today. Certainly worth a listen if you have a few minutes available to you at some point during the day. That's your Buzzcast for Tuesday. Certainly hope everybody has a wonderful day. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.